0: Welcome to What We Do in the Meadow, a podcast
1: where we lovingly roast the Twilight series chapter by chapter. I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And uh, today we are talking about chapter eight Uh, Port Angeles. We made it! (laughs) We made it, everybody!
0: Port Angeles, in which the girls go shopping, Bella almost gets assaulted, and Edward (laughs) shows up to save the day, and they still
1: don't fucking admit he's a vampire. They don't. They don't. They don't at all. Not even close.
0: Um, they're basically at this point saying it without actually saying it. Like, you know, the whole thing of like saying it out loud. Like, they're not at that point yet, but they're basically both like, yes, we know. Like, I know, and you know, and you know that I know.
1: That's what's happening now. And I know that you know that I know that we know that we both know that you are, in fact, a vampire. A vampire. Which should have uh, just kind of been right on the table. All things considered all things considered. because Jacob did point the point the point. He, he literally
0: was like Collins
1: vampires and Bella was like, mm? and um, you know one chapter later uh, Bella is still like hmm? <laughs> so um, maybe someday yeah. maybe someday well. we're like 150 pages into this book. Have we acknowledged that the Collins are vampires? No, no Jacob Black made a brief appearance he tried to make it happen. No, we are not there yet um, I think. It's very important that we start this off. With an I genuinely hated it. With an, not only I genuinely <laughs> hated it, but I genuinely laughed. And um, and I know that you know what I'm talking it about. It was genuinely both. It was genuinely both. And I think that um, we, uh, we're we going to say the exact same thing. Yes. Let's count it in. Three, two, one. The, the rush. The estrogen rush was invigorating. was invigorating. That is a real Jesus line that Stephanie Meyer sat down in front of her computer typed out clickety-fucking-clack, it went through editing, it went through publishing, and nobody sat back and said, you know, maybe, maybe we don't start the chapter off with Bella being like, I haven't had a girl's night in a really long time. The estrogen rush was invigorating. Girl? Yeah. Girl what?
0: I mean, never. Shit, it was what? Your your, your what
1: rush was what?
0: Never in my life. Have I ever described hanging out with other girls as it being an estrogen rush?
1: The estrogen rush was invigorating. Yeah. The estrogen rush was invigorating. Invigorating.
0: Like it brought some warmth to Bella's cheeks.
1: (laughs) I wrote down in my book, next to that line, Screaming. (laughs) Just just (laughs) Just screaming. screaming. Wordless screaming.
0: I wrote down in my notes, thanks, I hate it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks, I hate
1: it. That genuinely made me laugh, though. I I couldn't help, because it's like you read something so egregious like that, and I'm not exaggerating. That is within the first three sentences of the chapter. It's
0: the very beginning.
1: And you read something like that, and it's like, what do you even do? What do you even do?
0: This is canceled. You
1: have to laugh. And then cry a little bit, because there's <laughs> nothing else to do. Within the first three sentences of Chapter 8, Port Angeles, Within Twilight, by Stephanie Meyer, Bella says that a shopping trip gave her an invigorating estrogen, estrogen rush. rush. So, I mean, honestly, we can just end the episode right here. This has been What We Do in the Meadow. Everyone have a really great day. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? Uh, um, but wait, I have something I want to talk about.
1: This is yeah? part of the chapter. I have a theory. Oh, so we can't stop. Laura does have a, I have, have, a theory. I have a theory. Uh Laura told me this morning that um she had a theory and I went, "Oh, what is it?" And she went, "Well, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you yet." <laughs>
0: can't tell you. It's a secret. it it's has a secret. To come up live on the podcast.
1: So yeah, we do have to get there. I guess we won't cancel this chapter entirely. So
0: the girls, uh, Jessica, Angela, Bella, a lot of a endings there.
1: Lots going on there. Oh
0: my god, you're right. The triple A's. Triple A's. The triple A's are... They're driving to Port Angeles. They're driving to Port Angeles. And Jessica is talking about Mike, and she's like, Tyler says that he's taking you to
1: prom. Well, hold on. Before we even get there, we have to acknowledge something. What? This big old thing that happens is that Angela has been in this book
0: by name. Oh, she speaks.
1: Yeah, she speaks. Since chapter one. Yeah she finally has a line yeah yeah they drive into port angeles they go to some fucking department store or whatever to get dresses and they're talking about prom Mm -hmm. or yeah no they are they're talking about prom and they're talking about dances and bell's like well i've never been to a dance because nobody asks me out and just because like well everybody asks you out here and you tell them no and uh angela finally has a line which is well except for tyler justice for angela She's been in this book by name for 150 pages and the very first shit that comes out of her mouth is, well, except for Tyler,
0: <laughs> justice for Angela okay. 2020. Angela has to do with my theory. My theory is about Angela. <laughs>
1: my theory is about Angela. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not what I expected. What are you, you going to tell us now what it is? Yeah. But what what did you think it was? Literally anything more significant than that? It's not significant at all. That's fine. And it,
0: it I I I mean I obviously know that it will never come to bear, but like in my mind it's the truth.
1: And it revolves around the fact this conversation that they're having? Yes. Okay.
0: So they're talking about dances and boys and whatever. And Are you gonna
1: tell me that your theory is that Angela's a lesbian?
0: Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> no, but not just that she's a lesbian. My theory is deeper than that.
1: Oh. Jesus. My it, okay, everybody like buckle up. It's about to be real gay in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the conversation is about boys, dresses, dances, dating, all that good shit. Jessica starts harassing Angela about what her type is, and Angela won't say. And my theory is that Angela is in love with Jessica.
1: Okay. You know and what? And that's why she doesn't want
0: to say what her type is, because her type is Jessica.
1: You know, the thing about it is that I really hate about this theory that you have is you could very well be completely correct because um you're gay, I'm gay. Everyone who's here is gay. Uh, I can, th- well, uh, we have three listeners. Two of them are gay and one of them is Laura's sister. <laughs> um, so everyone who's here is gay, pretty much. Except for one. Except for one. Shout out to our minority. Um, <laughs> Straight minority here. Um, so you know what? We can all say, in all honesty, I believe, that we've had that moment. Right. And, you know, I never thought about it.
0: Okay, so the reason that I specifically think that not only is Angela, like, into girls, but she's into specifically Jessica, is because Jessica's not asking her, who do you like, like, name a name. She's just saying, what's your type? And Angela won't say.
1: Angela in her head is, like, small, yappy. Curly-haired. Curly-haired shit starting pot stirring motherfuckers <laughs> <Dramatically>, name Jessica <laughs> yeah
0: so like I found that to be a little bit odd because like if somebody's like hey what's your type like it's not like you're giving up a specific person if you're just like oh I like blonde people I like tall blonde people with strong facial features if you
1: guys are wondering that is exactly Laura's type <laughs> that's <laughs> not just a random example <laughs> it is it is exactly my type but uh like Laura's now now lost thinking about women. Tall, blonde women with strong facial features.
0: But yeah, like, I just found that to be a little bit sus. Like, you can't even, like, say, like, that you like, like, a certain type of dude. Like, you have to be like, no, I can't say anything. And Bella kind of, like, saves her and starts talking about something else. And Angela gives her, like, a relieved look. Like, she's like, thanks, girl.
1: Does Bella know without knowing?
0: I don't think Bella knows, but I think Bella, like, senses that Angela was, like, a you couple. You know what?
1: I think that Bella knows, but Stephanie Meyer doesn't know.
0: Yes!
1: Yeah. Bella
0: knows, Steph doesn't.
1: Steph's like, oh my god, they were roommates. Yeah. And
0: oh my god,
1: And, they like, were the reason
0: that I'm like, well, this is obviously never gonna, like, be a thing is because we all know, like, there are no gay people in Twilight at all. No. And... Also, I'm pretty sure, like, Mike and Jessica continue to date, at least, like, based on, like, what I remember from the movies. And I'm pretty sure Angela also eventually starts dating somebody. In the movies, it's Eric. I think in the books, it's somebody else. But I don't know. But anyway, it's a dude. Yeah. So, uh, but but that's my theory. I still believe it's true, regardless what will happen later. That's my theory. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs>
1: laura said she had a theory and i was like oh wow this is about to get real x files nah just lesbians just lesbians just lesbians like god intended well alrighty then good good shit there good shit back into it back into it justice for angela it is revealed that tyler who is the guy that almost hit bella with his van has been telling people that he's taking bella to prom and bella had literally no knowledge of this and she's Basically enraged. Um, this As amounts, anyone should as be. As anyone would be, but um, now that I'm sitting here kind of like talking about the fact that this is a thing that happened, there's really no reason for that to have come up, except for filler chit-chat, right? That doesn't amount to anything in this chapter. No. It doesn't amount to anything. Bella's
0: just kind of irritated about it, and she does bring it up later, but only in the sense of like,
1: n- can you believe this shit? Yeah, not for any good reason. Um, but yeah, so apparently that's something that's been going on at Forks High School because we have to know everything that goes on at Forks High School. They say that that is why Lauren does not like Bella. And I feel like, what? well, okay, they say that they, that Lauren doesn't like Bella because Tyler's into Bella. And number one, I found that funny. Number two, they're selling Lauren short, man. They're making her way too shallow and petty. That bitch just doesn't like Bella. Yeah. I she mean, didn't like Bella anyway.
0: Maybe that's another reason she doesn't like Bella. But, but that's not the whole reason. You can't tell me that's the
1: whole reason. Come no, on. they Stephanie really realized that she made a character who was semi prevalent at the time, who actively disliked Bella, and she went, "I have to make her as unattractive and petty as I humanly can," and so she did. Yeah, she did. It, like like last chapter, yeah, last chapter when when she was like, "Yeah, by the way, Lauren's ugly." And now she's like, by the way, Lauren's petty and stupid. Yeah. Damn! It's like,
0: I hate to throw around the term Mary Sue because I feel like it's so overdone. But, like, there is just shit about Bella that is just very, like, super special. But, like, super <sighs> modest. Yeah. And, like, super attractive. But, like, she doesn't think she is. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then it's like, of course the person who <laughs> dislikes her has to be ugly and shallow.
1: Yeah. Because there's no other good reason to dislike Bella. There are endless reasons to dislike Bella.
0: I mean, what we talked about when we first talked about Lauren, like, originally, was that she's probably just pissed because Bella, like, came and started sitting at her lunch table, and suddenly it's, like, the place to be, and Lauren (laughs) just wanted to get through high school, and, like, I still believe that that's true. Yeah, absolutely. She just wants to get through the rest of her high school days with no fucking drama
1: yeah maybe on top of that she's annoyed because now the boy that she likes is also up bella's ass yeah but that's not the only reason and that's certainly not what started it no like let's not do lauren so dirty she, let us have she a good like
0: bella from the start from, from the, the jump go. absolutely because bella said that like lauren was always standoffish to her didn't really talk to her Kind of just ignored her, yeah. And that was
1: before all this stuff with Way Tyler and his
0: van happened. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's a reveal, but like no one cares, and it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is, I think, can be said about a lot of things that have happened in Twilight so far. Yeah. No one cares, and it is stupid. <laughs> this is going to be another one of those episodes because. There, while there are things that happen... And like, stuff happens in this chapter, but it really like, doesn't.
0: It's like... It doesn't. It's the same old bullshit.
1: It's the um, same old bullshit. So,
0: okay, so the girls get there. They go to this department store. They're trying on dresses and shoes and all that good shit.
1: They do get their dresses.
0: And I wrote in my notes, even when Bella is doing something that is non-Cullen related, she is obsessed with the Cullens and she cannot stop talking about them like she specifically waits until Jessica like goes off to get shoes or something and she corners Angela and she's like hey are the Cullens usually not at school when it's a nice day and Angela is like nope they go hiking a lot they're very outdoorsy but it's like why
1: why Bella why yeah why do you have to bring that up right now no one cares um I would also like to say about that revelation Obviously, that's revealed because we're supposed to be like, oh, the Collins don't go out in the sun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Presumably because they will burst into flames, so yeah. that's not actually the facts. Angela says that even the doctor goes on those trips. Yeah. And that kind of made me go, dude, you have a job. <laughs> you have and, like and an inside important job. inside job. And even you have to go and do like a little... Maybe he doesn't go
0: as much because maybe he Isn't just goes Isn't he like their he...
1: only surgeon?
0: Yeah, maybe he just goes when he's hungry. Maybe. When his eyes turned black.
1: Maybe. But it's like, yeah, I did have that moment where I was like, he works inside a hospital. Those motherfuckers don't see sunlight anyway. No. And I'm supposed to believe, yeah, anyway.
0: Actually, a that surgeon was- is the perfect fucking job. I mean, if you discount the fact that he's like around blood all the time, it makes perfect sense for him to be pale as hell, dark circles under his eyes, like never out in the sun. He can be up
1: all night. Up all night. Up all day. Up all day. Up all week. Never outside. Yeah, um it's the perfect job. Which is I feel like Stephanie just didn't think about it because it was I mean, it was just a careless throwaway line, like, yeah, even the doctor goes. But I was like, Yeah, that's stupid. But anyway, before because then they're done at the department store. But before we move on, let me just point out for Fort's fashion reasons that Jessica gets a knee length electric blue dress, <laughs> further dance, and Angela gets a nice long, nice pale, pale pink dress.
0: That's Knee-length electric blue is so 2002. Oof. Like, you could basically see that at, like, a Disney Channel original movie premiere. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can envision it so clearly. I lived through those days. Forks
1: fashion. Forks fashion. Forks fashion will come up again. It comes up, I think, two more times. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, so they do that. They leave the department store, and Angela and Jessica are like, they want to walk their dresses back to the car, and I think they want to, like, walk... There's, like, a boardwalk.
0: Yeah, they want to go on a boardwalk.
1: Um, and Bella, obviously, who is not like other girls, is... No, I want to go to
0: the bookstore. Yeah,
1: she wants to go to a bookstore, and... Which is, like, fine. I mean, we've all been to bookstores with our friends when we've been out with our friends, but Bella is, like, ha- just has to be that girl who is, like, I have to do it alone because I get so engrossed in the books. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, she's a weirdo. So... Because this is Twilight and Bella is dumb as fucking bricks, they <laughs> they, they split up. Uh, Jessica and Angela go to put the dresses away and walk on the boardwalk and Bella goes to find a bookstore and their plan is to meet back up at this little Italian restaurant to have dinner. To have dinner.
0: Um, and Jessica tells her where the bookstore is, but when, Je- when Bella arrives, she's like, this isn't the bookstore that I
1: want it to be. So she walks away. She doesn't even go in. No. She like sees some like hippy hippy dippy looking old woman and she's like "Uh, I'm being written by a Mormon so goodbye. Yes. And she walks away and she goes to find She's like take me to a Barnes and Noble. Yeah exactly. She's looking for a Barnes and Noble Christianity section. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bella has no sense of direction which she's pointed out several times and she's now walking alone. Like well after. Further
0: and further into like the seedy, nasty part of town.
1: And, um, I actually had no recollection of this being, um, in the books at all.
0: I had, Which I guess
1: shouldn't surprise me that it is.
0: I had a vague memory of this, but it is what it is. Yeah,
1: Bella runs into a group...
0: A group of, like, adult men.
1: She says they're not that much older than her. They're probably, like, like mid-twenties. Early, 20s. yeah. Early-mid-twenties at most. And, um, I would just like to point out that the ringleader of this group is wearing a flannel jeans, and sandals. Yeah. Sandals.
0: That's very... Sandals uh, and forks. That's very, like, Pacific Northwest.
1: No, that's very Pacific Northwest. But in in Washington? You you, have sandals on your feet? Yeah, they're probably like Birkenstocks. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, it's cold, bitch. It's cold and wet, and you're wearing sandals. Bitch, put some boots on. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I'm sure that we were supposed to find it, like, creepy and intense and like Bella's having this moment where she walks by this seedy group of guys and they're like vaguely harassing her and she realizes that two of them are following her and so she's trying to walk away and she 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 eventually realizes that they've been following her and kind of like herding her back to the other half of the group Mm -hmm. so she ends up being like cornered basically yeah and this goes on for and I'm dead assed five pages, and it's just Bella being like, uh, I sped up, I turned a corner, I sped up, I turned a corner, five pages of this, and I know it was supposed to be, like, creepy and intense and whatever. It wasn't. I mean- It wasn't.
0: It it isn't- it is only in the sense that, like, if you're a girl, like, you've- everyone's kind of, like, had a moment like this. Yes.
1: But- The reality of it is creepy and intense, and it's real, but Stephanie didn't write it well. No, I mean it didn't need to be five pages long. Come on, and Come like on. I actually did. Now I'm not
0: saying that like that it's not possible for there to be a group of guys that would do this, but they obviously like the amount of like weird planning that went into like have two of the guys follow her and like leave yeah, her whole back hurting to the thing. other two, like so that they can like I don't even want to know what they were like thinking about doing, <laughs> but like and again I'm not saying that this is not like a thing that could possibly happen, but. It seems more like something that they would have had to plan on doing that night instead yeah. of just like a
1: spontaneous like, oh, a hot girl just walks. Yeah, by. it sounds like something you might do to like like not not a normal person, but like if you are a group of like nasty killers. nasty weird guys. It sounds like something that you might do to like one of the guys' ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Cause you know exactly where she's gonna be and what she's gonna be doing. You know what I mean? You're right. It's very, like, meticulous. Yeah. It's not something that I think would just happen. But, of course, it did. And, you know, the thing about it is that for the purpose that it served, anything could have happened with Bella and those four men, one man, literally anything. It didn't have to be so long-winded. It
0: didn't have to be, like, a plan. A
1: planned thing. Like... It could have been anything. It could have been a brief three second uncomfortable encounter and the exact same result would have come from it I
0: honestly I think I would have found it creepier if it had just been one creepy dude than a group like I said everyone's had that like you're a woman like everyone's had that moment where like you're walking it's nighttime and there's like a guy behind you and you're like Am I overreacting or like is this guy following me? That's or true. Whatever?
1: Like you've got a point. She took she, it one she step took too it, far. Yeah, she
0: made it so sinister that there was like no question that these guys were following her.
1: And um not only that, but she took the cuz you're right. It is it's a real thing. It's a scary thing. She took the realism the realism out of it. Yeah. She took that's the realism what I'm saying. out of it. Like yeah. yeah, she took it out and um so it just ended up being like another five pages of blah 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 blah. That nobody could possibly give a single rat's ass about. And it's like Nobody. It's again like,
0: oh, Bella's like so fucking like special that like not only is she like harassed and like almost assaulted by like one creepy dude, it has to be like a gang. A a, a
1: gang of creepy dudes in sandals and flip flops. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh in a tourist attraction. So uh um so that happens. Bella is followed by some men and um Lo and be fucking hold. Out of the mist, a Volvo. (laughs) A Volvo. (laughs) Out of the mist, a fucking Volvo. But, okay, so obviously Bella knows Edward's car because she brings it up. Before. I just had such a moment. Was that Edward's car? I think it might have been. She brings it up earlier in the chapter when she's walking that she, like, sees a silver Volvo and she, like, is kind of, like, kicking herself for thinking about Edward or whatever. Yeah. Um, So, I I was just
0: about to ask you that. I think it was his car. I think
1: it was his car. Now that I'm thinking back on it. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, she knows it's his car because it's a silver Volvo and she's, like, fucking obsessed with him. Yeah. But it, it doesn't actually say anything about Bella, like, seeing... Because it's dark at this point and the headlights are on. She doesn't actually see Edward in the car. She just sees this silver Volvo, like, swing around a corner, come to, like, a screeching halt. And then the, like, passenger door pops open and someone's like, get in.
0: And she jumps I down.
1: would have fucking hauled ass the other way. Obviously... Those men are distracted now. Yeah. Some weirdo in a in a in a car who has not identified themselves is yelling at me to get in the fucking passenger seat. I am turning around. I'm running ass the other way. Yeah. Something oh, has gone wrong. But it's all gone wrong. But
0: but I think the implication <laughs> is that she recognizes his voice.
1: Yeah, but and she's like, oh. But it's the him. thing is, is it says that he sounds like furious. He's like growling. If you pulled up on me in that way, and I live with Laura. Laura and I are very good friends, and we've known each other for longer than 30 minutes. <laughs> if you pulled up on me that way in the dark, I would be like, bitch, goodbye. Fix your tone and try again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to your
0: nasty-ass attitude.
1: <laughs> Fix your tone. Try again.
0: So, yeah, she gets in the car. He's He takes off. Um, and he's driving no like he's blowing through stop signs he's swerving in and out of traffic yes and like the implication here is that like oh his super special vampire reflexes make him like able to drive this way like girl that
1: Volvo does not have super super whatever vampire skill it's not yeah the car's not a vampire it's a Volvo that's
0: what I'm saying like what about all the other people on the road you can't control their decisions (laughs) yeah that's like the whole thing about self-driving cars I think I read somewhere that like Almost every accident that a self-driving car has had so far since their invention has been because of another person not driving a self-driving car who makes, like, a weird driving choice or, like, messes up or something. And the self-driving car doesn't know how to deal with that and they crash. Sure. But, like, I mean, just because you can drive like a fucking formula one racer doesn't mean that everyone else on the street of like port angeles is gonna be able to deal with that
1: I mean, and like get away from you you know what else is you know that those streets are like tiny as fuck oh and there's street God. parking on both sides yes. it's probably like driving down bridge street in fucking oh phoenixville God, imagine driving. i mean we all know what it's like to drive through like fucking wildwood new jersey that's basically what they're doing you go faster than I... five miles per hour down Wildwood, New Jersey. You are in trouble, bitch. And he is driving like he is literally fucking Ricky Bobby, gotta go fast, motherfucker, Talladega Knights. Nights. Yes. I don't understand. I don't understand. Not only that, not only is he driving like a fucking maniac, uh-huh. he's like
0: enraged yeah he basically he's like you need to distract me so I don't go back there and kill those guys that's
1: literally he doesn't say those exact words but he does say something that's almost even worse he's like before I go back and hunt those guys down it doesn't matter how I know you what you've done for me how good friends we are and let's just put on the table right here right now Belle and Edward are not that great of friends if you were talking like that and driving like that I would be like you need to stop At the nearest stop sign, I'm getting out. Yeah. I am getting out of the car. It's, um... It's so weird. It's weird. Okay, um,
0: remember... Okay, so you know in the movie when this scene happens and she gets in the car and he's driving like a fucking crazy person and she says, like, can you put your seatbelt on? And then he goes, you put your seatbelt on. Like, that's what would actually happen, right? (laughs) Yeah, literally. That's not in the book, but I kind of wish it was. Yeah. Because, like, if I got into somebody's car and they started driving like that, yeah, I would be like, um can we slow it out a little can we bit cease, please
1: can we cease and desist
0: i don't think those guys are gonna catch up it's fine it's like,
1: fine everything's fine like you need to relax like for real like it's so bizarre she, not to mention she doesn't it doesn't bella is not like disturbed at all no. by the fact that he just number one miraculously was in port fucking angeles when he's <laughs> supposed to be like backpacking with his whole family yeah. in fucking knows where and not miraculously swung around exactly where she was exactly when she needed him it it, she's just like okay I mean
0: it might as well just happen it might
1: as well weird
0: shit has happened it doesn't bother
1: her it doesn't bother her at all
0: it doesn't bother her even Edward calls her out on that too yes he's like I can't believe you're not like in total shock right now
1: yes 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 it's the whole you know I know regularly we sit down here and we over and over repeat ourselves and are like what the fuck is going on here it's because, literally, what else is there to say? Yeah. Except for what the fuck is going on here with these people on this day? Um, Jesus Christ. Okay, so. anyway, well, so she's in the car with everybody. He's driving like a fucking moron. And he's
0: like, we need to track down Angela and Jessica before, like, I need to go save them too, basically. Yeah,
1: so they do. They go to the, to the restaurant that Bella... Also, I don't know how much time has passed because... It's we, been we, a while. It's been a while because they get there and Jessica and Angela are outside like, where the fuck are you? And they've already eaten a whole Italian meal. Yeah,
0: they have. It's been at least like, it's, it's been, it's gotta be at least two hours. Yes. Like, for them to like have their boardwalk jaunt and then to walk to the restaurant and get eat, seated, eat get pasta. Server, eat pasta. Eat raviolis okay. and breadsticks. I have a question for you. Yes. Did you find it weird that they ate without her?
1: No, bitch. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> Down in my notes, and my note just says Jessica and An- Je- Je- Jessica, <laughs> Jessica and Angela ate without that bitch. Dot dot dot. Good. <laughs> no bitch. I did not find that weird. Do you
0: think that they were like? At all concerned about like what had become of her. I mean, I'm sure
1: they were, but I'm sure that they were also like, well, let's just get a table. I'm sure she'll show up. Yeah, you're and then right. they sat there for like 20 minutes sipping on some water with lemon, and they were like, well, let's just order because you know Jessica's probably hangry as balls. Oh my God, Jessica's me. She Jessica's you. <laughs> they like started nibbling on breadsticks, and at that point, they were like, let's just get our fucking rigatoni's and Bella's
0: Reading Wuthering Heights in, the, in bookstore. the bookstore. Oh, Jesus Christ! Because
1: they're like, she'll come.
0: They're probably like, she's gonna show up like right when we're done. Let's just make her order something to go.
1: Yes, like I you're don't right. blame them. You're right. You're right. I don't blame them. Bella is such a weird friend to have. Sure. If you think I'm gonna not eat my fucking chicken parmigiana because you're fucking reading. Charlotte whatever the fuck in the Bronte in in the bookstore no bitch I'm having my bread stickies okay and you know what and you know what else is if you still haven't shown up I'm gonna get me some tiramisu (laughs) okay (laughs) further question though do you think if by the time (laughs)
0: that they like had walked back to the car if they still hadn't found Bella do you think that that at that point they would have been like should we call someone yeah I
1: don't think that they would have left without Bella I don't think that they ever would have driven away without Bella should we check the bookstore yeah and then they probably would have gone to put their carry away Terry Masu in the car on top of their dresses and gone to find Bella okay I I do think so because they were standing outside the restaurant kind of like just kind of like standing and waiting like I guess just assuming that she would
0: eventually, eventually show, up. show up and
1: I'm sure that if she didn't then they either would have like contacted somebody or gone gone to look uh, further
0: Mr. Swan
1: <laughs> Bella went to read fucking <laughs> Mr. Darcy Jane Air. <laughs> you and guys can you tell how much knowledge I have of the, of the fucking literary classics and she has not come back <laughs> <laughs> we already ate <laughs> we had a whole Italian meal and <laughs> she's still not here Celebrate sticks and dessert included <laughs> and you know what here's the thing about how funny that is What all that just happened is it only gets funnier yeah it only gets funnier it really only gets better from here <laughs> the whole meal is such a meme um so, yeah so Jessica and Angela drive home in Jessica's van why does
0: everyone have a van
1: Everyone's got their mom's, like, old soccer mom van. I guess so. I guess. I, guess I don't know.
0: Right. Oh, he's so loud. He's so loud. The dog <sighs> that lives above us just barks all day long. Literally. At, like, anything. Like, just at nothing.
1: Yeah. Any and everything that goes by. You just gotta be screaming at all he times. He does. Like, I mean, Clover has-, has a horrible, obnoxious scream. But she screams for a reason. She never does it for just nothing. Like, if Boby starts screaming and you aren't unsure why... You better investigate, bitch, because there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. There's a problem. She's,
0: either she's screaming for food, she's screaming for love. Or, or she's, she's screaming because there's been
1: a, a murder.
0: Yeah, like, she's, she never just, like, screams at the air. And this one time,
1: bovi started screaming at the top of her lungs because she thought I was being murdered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when, in fact, what was happening was I was scream vomiting. <gasps>
0: Ryan scream vomits.
1: I scream vomit. Which I'm sure that everyone will find super surprising because I'm a very, like, soft-spoken, uh, individual. (laughs) I've never been loud a day in my life.
0: It was literally the craziest shit I've ever heard. I've never heard somebody vomit so violently in my life. And it was, like... It was to the point where I had the thought, I was like,
1: oh my God, is that like
0: what I sound like when I throw No. Them? No. It's
1: not. It's not. No but one does.
0: i heard that happening and thought somebody had broken into our home and was attacking Ryan. <laughs> and she was ready to defend him.
1: Yeah, she was. She and, ran um, to the
0: baby gate and she was like, hey, hey.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, Jessica and Angela drive on back to Forks. Uh-huh. Um, Satisfied. They've got their dresses. They've had their Italian food. They've had their New York cheesecake. They're gone. Yeah. Bella and Edward go in to have an Italian meal. This starts off in the best way humanly possible, which is that the hostess tries to give them a table. And And instead of Edward, and it's probably late at this point, and it's a weeknight, so you know it's not crowded or busy in that restaurant. Edward, extra Cullen, has to go so far as to slipping the hostess money to get a better table, he probably gave
0: her like a hundred bucks.
1: He probably literally did. Oh, pocket change. You know what I mean? He was like, like a little
0: bit more private, please.
1: Like, I thought that was so funny. Bella noted it as being weird, but not weird enough to like say anything. Yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> he couldn't so have because you know it's like a it's like a fucking like what is it
0: like a Thursday? Yeah, it's the middle of the week. You're probably like one of the only like three. Tables. And yeah. he
1: felt the need to go so far as to slip the hostess a bill to get a better table.
0: And you know, that's probably really
1: irritating because they probably had one section open because it's Thursday at like fucking nine o'clock. They're probably closing in twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was crazy. And then to make it worse for the for the people that have to work at the restaurant right now is the, the assholes that came in five minutes before close. only one of them eats. Yeah. Not only does only one of them eat, but they order, they like buy the restaurant out of Coca-Cola. Yeah, she okay. drinks like that. five Coke. <laughs> Bella, over the course of this dinner, drinks literally five Coca-Colas. I just have to say, bitch is gonna be burping. Burping, Laura.
0: Okay, I didn't think about that.
1: Well, she is. That bitch had five Cokes. I don't even need to have Coca-Cola to be burping up a storm. All you gotta do is have me breathing air. If I drank five Coca-Colas over the course of one dinner, my body, (laughs) I'd be like floating. I would no longer be able to- that's a good point. The force of gravity would no longer hold me down. I
0: didn't really even think about
1: it because I'm a no-burp. Yes, but Laura, if you drank five Coca-Colas over the course of an hour, you would not be burping, but you'd be farting up a storm. I know, it's
0: true. Bella has to
1: drive all the way back to Forks in a car with Edward Cullen and try not to burp or fart? She had five Coca-Colas. <laughs> five! Five of them! That's not an exaggeration! She orders a Coca-Cola. She, yeah, she so orders So Edward one. orders one.
0: Edward orders one. She, she drinks, drinks both. both. Then he
1: gets more. Two she more. Drinks she drinks those. So maybe she only has four. That's
0: but still it's, a lot it's of That's a lot of Coca-Cola. Well,
1: mushroom ravioli. Mushroom ravioli and, 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 and she nibbles at a breadstick like a bunny. So That's the, that's the meal part. Bella has several Cokes, mushroom raviolis, and a breadsticky. Something else important that occurs over the course of this dinner is another point of Fork's fashion. Yes. Bella shivers because she's t- drinking copious Coca-Colas with ice in them. <laughs> so she does a little shiver. And Edward whips off his jacket as if that's going to immediately solve her problem. Because he's he's ice fucking cold. He, she, he, he, she puts his jacket on. That's the point. And underneath his jacket, Edward was wearing, and I want everyone to hear me say this loud and clear. Because this shit is so funny. Under his jacket, Edward is wearing an ivory turtleneck sweater and ivory turtleneck sweater and Bella's like oh it really accentuates how buff his chest is girl Uh, sit down and relax so
0: what I just googled is a picture of Justin Timberlake wearing a white turtleneck sweater (laughs) from the year 2000 this is exactly what Edward was wearing that is so ugly yeah it's it's a real look uh, that I did not enjoy even <laughs> back when it was popular.
1: Dude, if a man pulled up on me in a turtleneck sweater, regardless of the color, ivory, black, blue, it don't, it don't matter. It's over. Little gay mountain boy could walk in here in a turtleneck sweater and I'd be like, turn around and walk out. Gay mountain man. Jake Hall. That's what I call him. The little gay mountain man. Jake Hall. Jake Hall. If Jake Hall walked his ass in here in a turtleneck sweater, goodbye Jake Hall. You better go fucking change and try again. I mean, there, anyone in a turtleneck, you know, when I think turtleneck sweater, I've only known one person in my human existence who has actively worn turtleneck sweaters unironically. And that was my, probably lesbian, because she had a special friends mug on her desk. Catholic school. Um, a special friends mug? The mug said special friends, bitch. <laughs> she was probably a lesbian. She worked at a Catholic school. She was my senior year AP English teacher, and she played the flute in our religious choir. Okay. And she wore turtleneck sweaters on the regular. And she's the only person I've ever known to wear shit like that. And you know what? That follows. Why the hell is Edward wearing a turtleneck sweater? Because that was in. No, it wasn't. It was in. It wasn't in. It was in. No? They're I'm
0: telling you, it was now, it was a bad time to be alive back in the early 2000s. I mean. The fashion was so atrociously bad. What People thought they looked so good though.
1: Why was that? But even, okay, okay, maybe it was in. Bella's like, that's the sexiest turtleneck sweater I've ever seen. You know how shook we were when Bella said that her favorite shirt was a white eyelet lace, lace shirt? I'm having another one of those moments where I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Could we tone it down a little bit, Stephanie? No, we cannot. I'm surprised he wasn't wearing a khaki turtleneck sweater. Yeah. Khaki I, in color and material.
0: I think that if she could have gotten away with that, she would have.
1: She would have been like, he is in a khaki turtleneck sweater. He is in a khaki. As well as khaki pants. Full body suit. He's wearing khaki penny loafers. Yeah. <laughs> she loves some khaki. Khaki. Anyway, we are really like, we're really getting in on this dinner because it's so ridiculous. It's, they do speak words during this do. dinner.
0: They, they, they. So this is the closest I would say that they have ever come to basically being like, you're a vampire. They still don't actually say it out loud, but he admits that he can read minds.
1: He, he fully
0: admits that he can read people's thoughts, he except for does. balance.
1: He does. He's like, um,
0: hypothetically, let's say that there's a guy who can read people's minds, and she's like, with very few exceptions, and he goes, one exception, You.
1: Yeah, um yeah, he does. He admits in this conversation to being able to read minds. He also admits that he, he followed, followed her, her to Port Angeles and used his mind-reading powers to keep tabs on her and that's how he saved her from the bad bad men. And I think if I were Bella, knowing what I know and being through what I've what I've been through at this point, I would have taken my free meal that night. And 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 that would have been it. Like, Take my free Italian me meal. And go, I would have taken my free Italian The thing that I found was,
0: like, the craziest shit about his admission is that he's like, yes, I can read minds. Yes, I followed you to Port Angeles because I worry about you because you attract trouble. His way of, like, keeping tabs on her is so, like, fucking backwards. Like, he doesn't actually keep her in his eyesight at all despite not being able to read her mind. So, like, he can't actually, like... He cannot keep tabs on her based on what she decides to do because he cannot read her mind. He can only read, like, Jessica and Angela's. They're thinking that she's going to a bookshop. Okay, so that's probably where she's going. Like, don't you think that if you were trying to follow somebody, you would just, like, do that creepy thing and, like,
1: walk, like, two blocks behind her (laughs) or whatever?
0: Like... Where was he just like sitting in the Volvo for hours? I mean, yeah, he
1: he he literally was because Bella saw the Volvo sitting there. Yeah. She's she walked right by it. If you're gonna follow somebody, just
0: follow her. Like don't follow her to the city and then just like be like, well, I hope everything goes okay. Like that's just like stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. It is stupid. It's stupid. It's fucking
1: stupid. Oh man, this chapter has been such a fucking hoot. I <laughs> swear to God, this is just so funny. <laughs> Um, so they have that conversation. Oh, um, something else that they talk about is Bella has, like, <laughs> Bella has, like, a final destination moment where she's, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, she does. She, she, does. Does. she really does. They're, like, talking about the whole van thing and about how Edward just, like, saved her again. Yeah. And Bella's, like, what if my number was up, like, with the van and you're basically just fucking with death? And I literally wrote down in my book, final destination. Like, bitch, that is a movie I would watch. Final Destination, but it's Bella's moment. Um,
0: you know Final Destination came out in, like, 2001. She probably watched it and then, like, wrote this.
1: Stephanie, you are not slick. Bitch, you aren't slick. Um, from this Final Destination moment that Bella has comes another (sighs) classic Edwardism where he says, and I quote, your number was up the first time I met you. Yeah,
0: and you know, she gets what he means. Yeah. She's like, Oh you wanted to kill me. Yeah. You literally wanted to kill me when we met. That's why you look so pissed.
1: I wish so dearly, so desperately, for a break. You know the thing is that it's not even melodrama, he means it all. Yes. He means it all 100%. Well,
0: a lot of people yeah. who are melodramatic mean what they say.
1: I need a rest. I would like to have one interaction with Edward where he doesn't say something that makes me think he's a serial killer. He... I would like to have just one. He just uh, Just an ounce of rest. Stephanie, please. And there's three more books after this. Four if you count Midnight Sun, and five if you count the short second life of Brie Tanner. Uh, and six if you count the gender bedroom. God fucking damn it, shit! <laughs> and I just know that there's not an ounce of rest in any of them. No. And I have a moment every chapter, even when Edward's not actually physically in them, where I I have to sit back and say, Edward, a moment yeah, of and rest?
0: He, and that, Edward, I mean, so we know that the other Collins kind of do like joke about this like innocent like they all kind of like you know talk shit on each other i think they have to because yeah they're around they've each been other living all the together
1: time. for hundreds but, of like, years
0: the collins feel like he's just a very like exhausting and draining person to be around i think yeah like vampire yeah. or no he's just like one of those people that just sucks up all your energy
1: dude i mean and we all know how it is to live with somebody roommate friend relationship brother sister every time that the person that you live with says something funny. Not funny, but like weird. Don't you call it out. Yeah. You have to. You have to. So yeah, um, I kind of wish that Bella would get to that point with Edward where she could kind of be like, you need to knock that shit off. I think that you cannot never, say shit like that.
0: I think that they never do get there. And I think and that's a problem. It's a problem. But like they they take each other so seriously, I think is the problem.
1: That is a big problem. They're like too much alike.
0: And it's not great. Like, they're both, like, kind of, like, very, like, melodramatic, serious people.
1: And now we've circled back to the point where it's unavoidable. This shit is so toxic and wrong. Oh, yeah. Take out the vampire thing. This shit is still so toxic and wrong and it should not be happening. And you know what? It happened and we all loved it. Anyway. Um, Um, I do have Just exhausting. I have,
0: like, one final note. Yeah. And it's something that I find so disturbing about these books. (laughs) Okay. Just like on top of every other disturbing thing about these books, I find this to be the most disturbing part. So Edward gives Bella his jacket. They're talking. At some point she reaches out and he tries to pull his hand away, but she like reaches even further. (laughs) She reaches all the way across the table and she touches his hand and she describes his hand this way. This is a quote, okay? His skin was cold and hard like a stone imagine that that's your boyfriend and anytime you want to give that guy a hug like I'm not even talking about sex I'm just talking about like regular like affection like you want to hold his hand you want to give him a hug you want to like lay on top of him while you watch a movie or something yeah he is cold and hard like a stone you are laying on top of a marble fucking statue and you're telling me that that's cute and romantic and that makes you feel good
1: no bitch no
0: no be team jacob for that reason alone at least he has freaking body, body heat. yeah and like a warm like soft squishy pliable human,
1: human being yeah like, for
0: god's sake
1: bella yeah you lay on edward his body does not contour to yours no it can't he's a dead guy it's
0: like you you marched out into the woods and picked a big boulder and decided to on lay on it
1: that was it. a lizard confirmed
0: Oh my god! You would yeah. have to like carry around like a pillow or a blanket or something. To like, like
1: a like a body pillow. Yeah,
0: to like to lay, 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 lay on top on. of him
1: to lay to for lay it to on be top like of at all comfortable. Yeah, god, you've got a point. Just uh,
0: that's that's the one detail about vampires in this universe that I'm like, why did she choose that? Like, I get that they're supposed to be super strong and shit, but like, how is that like a romantic, like viable option for you?
1: Well, it, sh- it 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 isn't, and it's and it never has been, for anyone else as far as we know. No. Bella Swan though is um a fucking crazy person, and she's all about it.
0: Yeah, that's all I got though. That's my that was my last note.
1: Okay, yeah, um, that's 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 the dinner that they have. The they box up her raviolis. Uh, they get in the car. And the chapter after this is going to be a continuation of all this nonsense because at the end of this chapter, Edward's like, "Okay, yeah, now it's your turn to like ask questions and like tell me your newest theory or like whatever." Yeah. Um. So there, the chapter ends with them in Edward's car driving back to Forks. Yep. And um, I I bet you
0: anything that he's going to be speeding the whole way. Speeding. What the whole if way? he gets pulled over
1: by Charlie Swan?
0: Yeah, like, (laughs) just because he can drive like, like, again, just because he can drive like that doesn't mean that he doesn't need to follow or obey traffic laws, like.
1: But yeah, so, I don't know. Um, in the movie, as we all know, Bella hits Edward with. I know what you are. In the middle of the woods on a school day.
0: Yeah, they just walk off campus. Yeah, they
1: do. And, uh, they have that iconic conversation. Say. Out loud. Wouldn't it have
0: been so funny if they were, like, walking off, like, the school property and, like, into the woods and, like, the school secretary or something right. saw them
1: and she was like, hey, you get back in right now. I'm calling your parents. <laughs> yeah, literally. You can't <laughs> leave. Literally. Um, so I do wonder if that's a thing in the book or if, I, they don't really have that car conversation in the movie, do they? Do they?
0: The car conversation? That they're gonna
1: have in the next chapter.
0: No, I don't think that they do. They have it all at the restaurant. And he's like, this guy's thinking about his cat. This guy's thinking about sex. This guy's thinking about money. This guy's thinking about sex. This guy's thinking about money.
1: but then isn't the next thing... Then it's
0: it's like, I know what you are in the woods. Yeah, it cuts to that. Yeah,
1: so I do wonder if if she's going to accuse him directly of being a vampire in the car ride home. Or if this car ride home is just going to be, you know, some more fucking nonsense. I think it just might be some more fucking nonsense.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be more nonsense. I don't think they're going to say the word vampire at all out loud (laughs) until
1: that scene in the woods. Well, like,
0: like, at at this point, like, he knows, she knows, he knows, she knows. We know. We all know. We all know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) we'll see. And, um, I don't know. I think we need to stop now. I literally cried (laughs) because it was so funny. Uh... (laughs) I literally oh, shed tears and um, we're gonna go treat ourselves to something to eat. Hell yeah, we're gonna get pretzel bites. Pretzel bites And we're gonna rent pretzel a movie. Pretzel bites it's what we're renting.